this is CNTM Invest, evidence-based investing for all investors. Uh, today's podcast is, is really topical. It's all about what's going on in the market right now and what are you going to do in the year ahead. Just remember that these podcasts are general in nature. We're not providing personal advice. If you do require personal advice, please seek out a qualified independent advisor or look us up, archcapital.com.au. That's www.archcapital.com.au. Send me an email, nigel at archcapital.com.au. Our AFSL is Pooled Funds for Price Limited 234543. I hope you enjoy this podcast. So in today's podcast, we are going to talk about will markets crash? And uh, right now, there are lots of people in the media saying this is going to be a bad time for markets. There's going to be a really big crash and all these sorts of things. So let's talk about this and just consider what's going on and what we should do. So will markets crash? We, when we look at that question, we, we also need to look at a fundamental principle of investing called rebalancing. So before you follow an expert's lead around you know, what they're saying about the future in the markets, we have to look at some investment principles. And investors around the world really need to consider how we react to these sort of media headlines. And there are two decisions here, I think. Do we respond and accept the uncertainty? So do we say, okay, that expert in today's paper is right, um, it's pretty uncertain what will happen next, but we're going to follow them. Or do we stay with our longer term strategy that has worked in the past? The number one fact about markets is they are always unpredictable and always will be. This is not new information when we see someone predicting that there will be a market crash or, or whatever. So it's really important we use an investment philosophy that works in all market conditions. Yes, markets are unpredictable, which makes it scary for some and why there is a temptation to always follow someone who knows what is going to happen. You know, we're, we're, we're inclined to, to want to know and to think, well, we should follow that person. They're some sort of guru. One of the best quotes I've ever heard is that anyone trying to predict what will happen in markets is simply trying to take money from your back pocket and put it in theirs. It's such a good quote and it's so true in terms of what many in the investment industry are trying to do by telling you that they know something that you don't they're saying give me your money but if we look at standard and pause the data that they produce publicly available on their website and they track the behavior or the performance of fund managers over decades and if we look at that data the success of market timing the success of fund managers are trying to pick markets and pick stocks, it shows the chances of success are so slim, so slim that using this approach, you're better off taking tips off a chimpanzee. Yes, that is true. That's what the statistics show. It's just like what some of the old, you know, don't smoke advertisements used to say, you know, just don't do it. Remember that guy, he'd stand there and he was dying of lung cancer and he was coughing it out saying, just whatever you do, don't do it. We need to have that story for investors. Don't chase these these sort of drugs, I suppose, that people are trying to lure you down the path of something that is just not possible or gives you a very, very slim chances of success. 
So the good news, the good news, and I'm so excited to share this, it's a revelation for all investors. And it's not new, but it's a revelation because so many people just don't read this and they don't follow it, is that you don't need to predict what will happen in markets to have a successful investment experience. You don't need to predict what will happen in markets to have a successful investment experience. It is strange, but it's so true. Everything the media and many parts, well, maybe not everything, but a lot of the noise in the media and many parts of the industry want you to believe that you do need to predict markets and that's not in your best interest. So before you scowl and lose faith in the investment industry, just think, is there any other industry like this you can think of that uses advertising and the media, PR, to sell your product that suits them, oversuits the product manufacturer more than it works for you? Hmm. So I think pretty much every business out there advertising sort of is putting themselves before you, right? I mean, that's how it works. So we've just got to be careful. Investing is just like many other aspects of life. You've just got to sift through the noise and you've got to find the source of truth. The truth is that the less you worry about what is happening next in markets, the better your investments are likely to perform. Ouch, that really hurts all those investors who are listening who have wasted a large part of their life trading and trying to pick markets. But it's okay. I'll be honest though, all those people listening now are about to tune out because they don't want to let go of that belief that they can predict and pick. And they've had a winner and they, you know, no, they're listening to me saying, this is not true, I've, I've, I've done well. And it's, it's our minds, our, it's, it takes years of undoing to realize that you can't constantly outperform. You might get a few winners, but that's just gambling. And really to honestly assess your portfolio versus what you could achieve investing sensibly using a much better approach, it's, it's a revelation, can take some many years to undo their bad habits, but when you get to the other side, it's amazing. So I've got some charts here in an article um, that show how random market returns are. We're going to put these up on our, our website and, and send these out as a blog. So. You can reach out to www.archcapital.com.au or email me nigel at archcapital.com.au and I'll share this with you. Because next time you hear about someone predicting what will happen next, you just simply have to ask or check the data even better. How did they fare over the past year, 20 years, 30 years, couple of months? It really doesn't matter. But before you trust what they're saying about the future, just see how they're they performed in the past with all those predictions. Now, you can ask for the evidence. All the big fund managers have to report their data daily, so we can see that. If it's someone who doesn't report their data, it's pretty hard to trust them in my view. But if you want to trust someone who doesn't have any data about their track record, then that's your call, but wow, that's a big bet for your money. But let's say they have got the data, it's all there, publicly available, we can look at the data, we can look at every fund manager's performance over the last 30, 40 years. It's all available. And that's what we do here for clients. When a manager comes in and tells me how good they are, we simply look at the data. We don't listen to what they think the future's gonna look like, we look at how they've performed in the past. And they only make it into your portfolios if they have demonstrated value over decades, not just a month or a year. We take this very seriously. I mean, we're not gonna just put clients' monies into something that 
you know, someone walks in the door today and says, hey, I've got this idea where we're this log traders and we're going to make 10% over the market and trust us. Oh, yeah, let's put all our money into that. Like, it just doesn't make sense. But people do it all day, every day. Financial advisors do it all day, every day. It's just bizarre behavior. It makes no logical sense unless you're a gambler. And we are not here to gamble your money. We take this really seriously. Another big factor around investments is our minds. And it's why people hang on to these ideas that they can trade and they can beat the market. It's that our minds are they're sort of not tuned to be good investors. Now, Daniel Kahneman, he won a Nobel Prize in Economics in 2002 for his research into behavioral science. You can Google him, Daniel Kahneman, K-A-H-N-E-M-A-N. He's written books. Um, there's lots of information, of course, online. And in short, if you read through all his books and papers, it's really saying we're just not wired to make intelligent investment decisions. Our emotions and our biases get in the way. And, and then, so let's look at this and really, you know, let's take a walk all the way back to March 2020. Were you a buyer or a seller? Come on, let's be honest. The world was collapsing apparently and every news agency and market expert in the world was predicting t- tough years ahead. Many even said it would be worse than the Depression and even though many saying that or even reading this live through the depression our minds take us to thoughts of living in shacks and no jobs and huge queues and no food and just absolute desperation we don't want to go there so our minds completely go into fear mode we don't want the depression i'm i'm out of here i'm selling shares are scary so well what happened they were all wrong every single expert was completely wrong their predictions were so dire that markets had their best years since 1980s best year not just a good year or a slightly better year but the best year since the 1980s almost 40 years of markets and we've had the best year and everyone was saying a year ago but run for the mountains and sell everything now okay every everyone's a bit of general there are a few people who, who didn't say that but you know we all know that the media and, and, and there were lots of experts saying that this is going to be pretty tough how could they be so incorrect these experts and these are the people you want to follow now who are telling you now that the market's going to tank or the market's going to do whatever so hang on you know if you were reading an article yesterday and this person said there's going to be a huge market fall watch out well what were they saying last year is that someone you should be following for your investment strategy now i've got this other graph here again if you email me go to our website we'll send this through nigel at archcapital.com.au you know, it's a typical chart we all see by, you know, uh, the market moves up. What should we do? Should we be buying now or should we be selling? Market goes down. Should we be buying or selling? And our emotions will get us to get in the way of that because we know logically what we should do. But right now, when markets are high, people want to keep buying. They want to buy things when they're high. When markets are low, they want to sell. We're doing the wrong thing at the wrong time. How do we stop that? human behavior that that behavioral bias the problem is you know if market timing was so easy and predictable we would all do it of course we would we'd do it for everyone and everyone would be in on it we all know the emotions of investing and that we should sell high and, and, and buy low so what do we do right now we should rebalance into what we should rebalance into cash and bonds i should sell my shares that have just made 35% or 40% or 25%, whatever that number, it's a big number this year. And you want me to sell some of that and put it into cash and bonds. And cash are paying zero and bonds might be paying me one or two or three or maybe 5%. 
this is the dilemma, you know, we sort of look at that and go, that's just crazy. Well, you know, property and shares are producing these huge returns, cash is almost zero, bonds are low, I'm staying in there. And so, you know, what are we trying to say? What's the message here? How do I deal with all these predictions? What if, what if they are right, you know, and I'm sitting here talking about this in two weeks time, the market tanks 20%, they go, oh, he was right, that guy in the paper. The key here, the key message is you have to stick to your long-term plan, not someone else's. Are the forecasters always right? Of course they're not. But the odd one has to be, right? I mean, someone's going to say the market's going to tank. It will tank at some stage. Markets always go up and markets always go down. We know over time, every time there's a fall, the market goes to a higher high. You know what I mean? Like we always go to a higher level than the, the previous fall. But that fall is the scary part. And we look at all the charts and we know that long-term returns are great, but we get worried about what's happening in the short term. We want markets to work for you, and this is why rebalancing works. Your decision, of course, is not to react to one person's prediction. That's crazy. We all know that. Let's 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 be serious. You're not going to take one person's view and and invest just on that one person's view. You want to understand the possible downside risk for you and mitigate that by rebalancing, looking at your portfolio and saying, well, if I am worried, I need to I need more money in in cash and bonds. If I'm 65 and I'm listening to this and I'm drawing down money from my super fund or money from my investments. You need funds in cash and fixed interest, which are also called bonds, to cover your drawings. And this medium-term risk of markets falling. There is a medium-term risk of markets falling. I'm not saying I know that's going to happen. I'm not saying when. But there's always a risk of markets falling, and you have to be aware of that. The only way you can mitigate that is not to market time, but to make sure you've got enough protection in place. If they do fall, then you can sleep easy. If they don't, eh, you've still got funds invested anyway, sensibly and diversified, of course, in the growth markets. So you might have sold down a bit, but you're not really missing out. You're going to sleep better. What markets do today, tomorrow or the next day really should not worry you. And if you are worried, we're not doing our job. And if you are worried, you're going to have a poor investment outcome. On the other side, if you're 40, 45 and your portfolio is in superannuation or a long-term investment, and you can't access it until at least another 15 years or so, then, hey, listen to this, a fall in markets is perfect for you. You want to be buying in. Markets are going to get cheaper, maybe. So the reason to rebalance now, at least once a year, and for some clients more regularly, is to manage risk. Because no one, not me, the guru, the astrologers, the economists, the whoever, no one knows precisely what is around the corner. So, in conclusion, no one knows precisely where markets are heading. This is not news, no one ever has known. Despite considerable improvements in technology and data, there's still no way to predict future markets accurately. But that's okay, you don't need to predict markets to have a successful investment outcome. In fact, the less you try and predict markets, the higher the chance of your success. The correct asset allocation for you is the one you can stick with over time. It's as simple as that. Last year, we recommended rebalancing back into markets when they fell. You can look at our videos. Now, we did not recommend this because we knew what would happen next. We did not know that markets would rebound so quickly. But we recommended rebalancing because it's just one of our investment principles that will keep you on track. We'll take the worry out of investing and lead to excellent outcomes. And we've got the data to prove that. Rebalancing last year, this year, and in the future is just the right call because we have an investment philosophy that has stood the test of time. It's backed by decades of academic research and data through all cycles, disasters, and of course, the good times. It works. And to date, there is no better way to implement your investments. 
we keep searching and always will, but nothing else stacks up. Our combined objective is to invest with as much certainty as possible. And that's what we want to do for everyone. Remember, those that sold out last year in March did not have the wrong approach in March. They had a faulty system before March and most likely still do. Oh, and a question I always ponder is, if so if you do react to these forecasts and what exactly do you do? Like, do you, do you, when do you buy back in? When, will, will they tell me? And, and how? And, and, and will they tell me first? Will the guru call you first or me? Or do they place their trades first and then get on the call or send me a note? It's just simply not a sensible or calculated investment strategy for intelligent investors. Focus on what is good for you and what you can control. That's what we want to do. The best asset allocation is the one you can stick with. Diversification, when done correctly, it works. Implement using science and not guesswork. Tune out the noise and so-called predictors. Check their track record if you must. And the outcome will be you can relax and enjoy what you like doing best. If you love markets, that's great, but learn how to do it properly. Learn how to use the, the science in your favor, not what the so-called industry is trying to get you to do to take your money, put it into theirs, promising something they can't do. So for more about our approach, if you like what we're talking about here, or if you're one of our clients listening, please share this. It's a really important message, especially now, again, when we've had good market returns and people are worried about the future. Visit our website, www.archcapital.com.au. Make an appointment. Again, go to our site there or email me or the team, nigel at archcapital.com.au or team at archcapital.com.au. And for a copy of our 10 investment principles, We've got it on the blog here as well, and and please contact me and we'll send it through to you. Thanks for listening. These podcasts are general in nature. And what does that mean? Well, it means all the information in this podcast doesn't take into account any of your personal circumstances. So it can only be taken in general. It's not trying to give you specific advice. Um, There are no mention of products or anything like that. But if there were, you would need to go and read all the product disclosure statements necessary for that particular product. We interview people and their opinions are their own. They're not giving you advice either. So if you want more information, please reach out to us. If you need personal advice, please seek uh, an independent qualified advisor or visit our website, www.archcapital.com.au. Thanks. Thank you.